Hello, friends, and welcome to the Higher Self Daily Podcast. Consider this a rest stop along the winding, often challenging path of being both a human being and a spiritual being, a place to rest your mind and heart and feel not alone in the process of remembering who you came here to be. I'm Karina Davey, and together we'll explore awakening, healing, mindful, embodied living, and so much more. Thank you for being here in your full humanness and your bright inner light. Welcome to Higher Self. For eons, it has been foretold that we would one day witness the return of the feminine, the force that lives innately within us, which honors and nourishes all life, the one who is an oracle, a maker of beauty, the great harmonizer, justice seeker, and truth sayer, the one who cares for all, holds deep reverence for all living things, lives from their heart, and holds a clear connection with the earth and the unseen. The feminine has long been suppressed on this planet. Why exactly? We may never know. But all roads seem to lead back to our power being feared. We are the creators of medicine, harnessing the wisdom of the earth to support what ails us. We are the givers of life, stewarding souls from an unknown place onto this earth. And historically, we have also been the ones to steward souls into the great beyond. Midwives were the keepers of both life and death, the healers and medicine women. They were long revered in their communities for their generous nature, profound wisdom, and knowledge of the natural world, both physical and etheric. Perhaps these masteries were a threat to religions that sought to control greater and greater numbers of people. I imagine if men were taught to fear God as an all-powerful, merciless and mighty force who could strike at any time, then witnessing a woman's innate ability to bring life to earth, destroy it if she so chooses, and nourish all life around her must have appeared to be quite the threat that must be squashed. These women, and especially the crones, the elders, were accused of witchcraft for doing what their ancestors had done since the beginning. We used to be revered for it as core members of the community. Then came a time when we were persecuted for it. They blamed our skill set on the devil, assuming that we must be possessed or something of the like. Women were burned, drowned, beaten, jailed, and tortured for their healing and life-giving abilities for a few hundred years. Then, the witch hunt became more covert. In the 1920s, a smear campaign spread throughout the U.S., showing pictures of poor granny midwives saying, is this who you want delivering your baby? They tried to paint midwives as archaic, primitive, and often showed photos of black midwives to strengthen the sinister nature of their propaganda. They offered an alternative, clean, shiny hospitals where one could go and receive pain-relieving drugs and labor. This was a first. At the time, women were still told that the reason for the discomfort of labor was due to the curse of Eve. What they were not told is that the ways that they would be cared for would be dehumanizing, 
traumatizing and severely lacking the compassion, wisdom, and knowledge that comes with being cared for by ancestral feminine roles. In the last hundred years, much has gotten better and much has stayed the same. Midwives almost disappeared until there was a resurgence in the 70s with the hippie movement. Since that time, more and more of us feel a natural calling to learn the original ways. Much has been lost, but we are reclaiming it, relearning it, and sharing these ways with each other through our powerful digital networks. Now, a new call to action heralds us. As the patriarchy and colonization culture attempts to revoke our power once more, we are in a much different place than ever before. After the overturn of Roe v. Wade, I am hearing women roar. I always imagined that the return of the divine feminine would be gentle, softer perhaps, that more of us would be integrated into all areas of life, into every industry, weaving our magical touch into all that we do, and that over time our world would transform to be more beautiful, more just, and more sustainable. But it seems that life is requiring us to take a more volcanic approach. What I am witnessing is the dark feminine rising. Dark in this case is not bad or evil. Dark is wounded and taking no more shit. The dark feminine is the domain of Medusa, who was raped. Lilith, who refused to stay with Adam. Persephone, who ventured into the underworld to be transformed, and many, many more. The dark feminine lives in all of us. At this moment, we have the sun and cancer shining a light on the mother, womb, and pregnancy, and also the tenderness and vulnerability that lives beneath our armor. Black Moon Lilith, the astrological body that represents the dark feminine, is currently in Taurus and will enter Gemini mid-month, joining Venus and Mercury. Gemini is the thinker, philosopher, and messenger of the cosmos. Mercury rules communication, and Venus rules what we value, along with sex and money. Sometimes, astrology is profoundly literal. The cosmos are literally shining a light on the ways in which mothers and the feminine have been suppressed, treated unjustly, and her rage is righteous. With all of this Gemini action, we are going to be thinking a lot about these topics, hearing a lot of opinions, facts, ideas. This is going to be a big conversation that isn't going anywhere for a while. I think it's a little funny that when considering that the feminine is innately expressive when she feels safe, she doesn't hold anything back. She will talk to her friends until she has sorted out everything in her mind and it's all out on the table. I think the feminine needs to go through this collective process of communicating all the ins and outs. After keeping these conversations in the private sphere for so long, there is so much rage and repressed energy that is finding its way out. Let us remember that rage can be sacred. Anger is a force that motivates us to take action and it is a normal, natural, and healthy response to injustice. What is important is how we channel that anger and rage. I know that many of us are concerned about what the future holds, about our access to life-saving medical care, about bodily autonomy, and about how far the Supreme Court may go. 
here is what I know. Women have always chosen whether or not to give life, and we have been doing it long before Western medicine was created. We have always used herbs safely and intelligently for birth control and birth release. This knowledge never went away. It is alive and well within midwifery, doula, herbalist, and adjacent communities. It is time to return to the feminine, keeping this knowledge sacred and safe. While you can, learn which herbs can support your childbearing journey, wherever that may take you. And don't rely on technology to keep that information for you. Do your best to memorize what you learn. They may ban keywords and books and certain procedures, but they can never take your knowledge. And they can't stop us from sharing it with each other. Even if we have to return to word of mouth models, they will never take that from us. Knowledge is power. While we are in the process of getting our human rights back and codified into law, remember this. Women are exceptional planners. We are thoughtful, patient, intentional, and we can be very sneaky if we have to. I have no doubt that we will prevail, however forcefully or peacefully we may go about it. You give us lemons and we will make lemonade and cake and cleaning spray and perfume and healing essential oils and hand sanitizer and much, much more. We are the most creative, resourceful, and persistent people on the planet. Women get shit done. We just need to come together, devise a plan, and there will be no stopping us. What we need now is empowered, wise, heart-centered feminine leaders who can take us there. So rise, women. Rise, uterus owners. Rise, feminine, both light and dark. Speak your truth. Do not hesitate. Grab the mic even if your hand shakes while you speak. We need your voice, your heart, your knowing. We need your wisdom. We need your knowledge. And we need you to invite others to rise with you. Go forth, my sisters and transform this world the way it was always meant to be. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at karina.davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.higherself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. 
You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.